Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And was it a stunning Sunday? It was pretty stunning, uh-huh. but just like yesterday, there was this one little spot that just threw me for a loop. Let me guess. Top left. Top left, yes. Yeah, I had that same problem. Uh-huh. I eventually got it, but mm-hmm. boy, that was that was a tough corner. Well, there were... So we should break that down. Um one down was Trio with the 1995 number one hit, Waterfalls. Yeah, who's that? TLC. Uh, I never heard of that. No. I, <laughs> and, then, and then in the middle of that, 19 across, coming off of the L of TLC, my blank, You're Never Gonna Get It, the 1992 hit by En Vogue, uh-huh. and it was Lovin'. Lovin'. And they, I, the fact that they had in, in the clue itself, You're Never Gonna Get It, it's like they're sort of daring us. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and four down, fragrant medicinal plant, also called colic root. Uh-huh. So I was working from the bottom up, yeah. basically, and, and wandered in that corner. And I got as far as ginger. So I needed a four-letter word that went in front of ginger. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, you know, the only thing I could think of, ground ginger. For some reason, I decided pink ginger. <laughs> Although apparently that isn't a thing, so I was having trouble there. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, well, and even the theme clue, um, 23 Across, Kitchen at a Barbecue Restaurant, started with the word chili. Right. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't think of chili as a something served in a barbecue restaurant, but I think that's just a difference in what you consider barbecue. So... So generally, if something's called a barbecue restaurant, I'm not going in. Uh, no. So I'm not the person to answer. No, but, you know, I think about all the places in Kansas City that serve barbecue, and it's, you know, it's just all barbecued meat. That no, they, that no they, chili? I don't believe any of them serve chili. <laughs> but, but you know, maybe down in Texas, maybe that's considered part of the barbecue fair there, the chili. But anyway, so that kind of threw me off too. But And the answer to that turned out to be Chili Factory. Uh-huh, which was an answer to the themed clue. Yes. So maybe we should talk about the theme. All right, and then we'll come back to Chili Factory. Okay. Uh, the, the theme this Sunday was With Ease, and that was a perfect name for the theme because what it was was there were a series of clues that the answer was a common two-word phrase with the E sound at the end of both of the words in the answer. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, 23 across, kitchen at a barbecue restaurant. Well, the answer was chili factory. And, uh, of course, the common phrase is chill factor, but they put an E at the E sound at the end, one with an I, a chili, and one with the R-Y, a factory, and you get Chili Factory, which mm. is, I guess, a kitchen at a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so We'll come back to that. Uh-huh. Another one, um, uh, well, here's, like, well, I thought this one was kind of cute, 66 across, prenuptial agreement, 
And it was a sweetie treaty, mm-hmm. a sweet treat, but with the E sounds at the end, you get a sweetie treaty, which could very well be a prenuptial agreement. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Or um, 110 across, acolyte with a bad temper, and that was a testy groupie. So instead of test group, it was testy groupie. Mm-hmm. So, and what I'll do another one, 104 across, bad person for a gambler to make bets with. And that was a phony bookie. Instead of a phone book, a phony bookie. Right. Not a good person to make bets with. So anyway, that was the theme. I thought it was very clever. But I I didn't quite understand the chili factory, and I think it might just be what my definition of uh, barbecue is. But Well, I had trouble, you know, the phrase chill factor. Uh I presume that's a reference to wind chill. Because I I don't know the phrase, phrase, chill factor just doesn't resonate with me. Oh, okay. Does it with you? Well, I was thinking... What's a chill factor? Oh, you know, like like, um, when you tell somebody to chill, you know, like... That's a chill factor? Well, I think it's the same, the same definition of chill, like, you know, what will it take? To make you chill. What's, oh. what's the chill factor? But I don't know. It could be wind chill factor. It, it, it could be something that showed up in a television show that's that's hot right now. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. I'm and not we, watching. We don't know it. But uh, anyway. Another, you know, in that general area of chili. Yeah. First of all, why is a factory a kitchen? I mean, I guess you manufacture oh, yeah. food there. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Uh-huh. But I think if you talk to most uh, chefs and ask them, or, do you work in a factory? They'd be, no, I work in a kitchen. Food factory. So yeah. I put actually put like rectory because I think back in monasteries that was what they called the kitchen, the rectory. Wow, okay. Except but it didn't work. No, because for six <laughs> down, finish second was place. Uh huh. And you know, I had so much trouble with that because I was like, finish second. And then I thought, oh, maybe they're thinking of the a word in Finnish that means second, you know, like uh, from Finland. Yeah, but that's spelled with two N's, right? Would it be spelled with two N's, Finland? Yes. Fin- Finnish is F-I-N-N-I-S-H. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> so I thought, well, I don't know that. That's a foreign word. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, oh, it was place. I finally figured it out. Because... Um, well, another another tricky one up there was twenty seven across misfit, and the answer was odd duck. Yes, which it makes sense, but I immediately put outcast because I had the O. I thought, oh, it's outcast, and I just couldn't get that quite out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And then once I took it out, then the rest of it kind of fell together. But I'm just impressed with the fact that odd duck has three D's in a row. Odd duck. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I find that very odd. Very odd. But it's not duck. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. I had trouble with that. I also had trouble with forty twenty four down. My name is Prince and I am blank Prince okay. Lyric. You knew that? No. Okay, yeah. But I figured it out. Sounds I, like something Prince would say. <laughs> I was like, my name is Prince and I am I, I was thinking kinky. Oh no. Funky. But, but um Nope, that just didn't that didn't occur to me. Uh-huh. And then even thirty across, still in that corner. Don't worry, listeners, we'll eventually get out of that corner. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. So I thought Sira. Yeah, me too. And I thought cell because you know oh, you've yeah. got blood cells. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It turned out to be Gene. Yeah. 
I I guess they're they're sort of talking about it in a more general sense. It's in your blood. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. N- not your literally blood relatives, right? Uh-huh. Not literally in your blood, right? Uh-huh. So that was a good that was a good clue. I yeah. thought. And then I funny this twenty across, not a Big Mac. So you know, I was thinking iPad, you know, right? Um, and it turned out to be laptop. But I wanted an I to be in there somewhere, but I could not get it to work. Yeah, you know, because because Macs they they generally have in their advertising refrain from calling them laptops. They call them MacBook Pros. I mean, uh-huh. they there's. Uh, there, there's something a little off with uh, that clue. Well, I kept. I wanted to put MacBook in there. I wanted to put iPad. And I wanted to put iPad Mini. Right. <laughs> I was just trying to think something that would be Apple specific. Yeah, but, but it's just laptop. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I enjoyed the puzzle. I thought it was very good. Yeah. And it took me an hour and six minutes, which is about par for the course for Sunday. It it took me an hour and five minutes and thirty four seconds. Oh well. But but what <laughs> happened was I, I you know I got through most of it and then I was just stuck in that corner and I did not want to give it up and I uh-huh. did not want to give it up. Yeah, me too. And eventually I'm like, give it up. Oh. <laughs> You're not gonna get it done. Uh-huh. So, you know, I wake up this morning and in about I, I looked at two down. Two down was Jolly Laugh. Mm-hmm. And last night I sort of entertained Ho Ho, but just not with enough gumption. I looked at it this morning and it's just like, eh, it's ho-ho. And then three down passionate. I thought it was avid, but I just didn't believe it last night. So I wrote an avid and then it's like, oh, I see where we're going here. Uh-huh. And I was able to fill it. And, and, yeah. and even five down, most snarky was snidest. Yes. I, I think I had meanest, oh, okay. which is makes no sense. But mm-hmm. well, I mean, I suppose if you're snarky, you're mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I had meanest. I was just a mess last night. And this morning... Just like that. Isn't that a cautionary tale? Uh-huh. When you're too tired, give it up, start fresh. Yep, and you'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, few other fun ones. Fifty-one across. The first one was built in 1925 in San Luis Obispo, California, and the answer was motel. Yes. And you know, I thought, oh, surely they would have built them before then, but I guess motel is referring specifically to cars. And there wouldn't have been a lot of them before then. Right, yeah. It was a motor hotel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 42 across, actress Fisher of Now You See Me. And I figure, oh, it's an actress. Last name is Fisher. It's got to be Carrie, Mm -hmm. even though that's spelled C-A-R-R-I-E and definitely would not fit in four letters. It turns out to be Isla. Isla Fisher. Uh You knew that? Um, I I thought Carrie right away, too, but then I, I... I got a couple of them. I go, oh, they're talking about Isla Fisher. Yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 65 across. Jehumpa Blank, author of the Pulitzer-winning Interpreter of Maladies, and it was Jumpa Lahiri. Yes. It's like, I did I not know. recognize that name. No, me either. Oh, and 93 down. State of uneasiness, informally, was Fantods. Uh-huh. I'm like, whoa, where did that word come from? And I thought, this has got to be something out of Urban Dictionaries. Uh-huh. And no, um, I, I, this is from Merriam-Webster. Um, let's see. Uh, here, here's an example of it in use. You have got strong symptoms of the fantods. Your skin is so tight you can't shut your eyes without opening your mouth. Thus, American author Charles Frederick Briggs 
provides us with an early recorded use of phantoms in 1839. Oh and Mark Twain used the word to refer to uneasiness or restlessness as shown by nervous movements, also known as the fidgets in Huckleberry Finn. They was all nice pictures, I reckon, but I didn't somehow seem to take to them because they always gave me the fantods. Oh. And so it's just like, it's not something modern, it's something ancient. Really old. I don't remember that from Huckleberry Finn. That's one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're gonna have to go back and... Yeah, I know. It's just like, what a word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I, th- I think we've only talked about 10% of the crossword, but <laughs> that was 90% of our struggle. So I guess uh-huh. that's... Well, I guess that's appropriate. You know, there are, most, of the, uh, most of the clues are pretty straightforward, like 109, rustic abode, log cabin, you know, and... And, uh, I, I think I think they were straightforward if you've been doing crosswords well, for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people took a look at, um, you know, 59 Down, British sailor in slang, Limey. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't like a Monty Python fan as I am, you might be stuck. Oh. Um, that could be. No, I think I think the, I, the the rest of the crossword I thought had some some tricky bits to it. Uh-huh. Oh um, yeah, there were some challenges, but there were a lot that were just yeah, uh, like um, seventy one across feature of Sylvester's speech. Well, you know Sylvester the cat. It's a lisp. Oh, oh that you know I was thinking of Sylvester Stallone, oh. and I was like. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think he lisped. Uh-huh. And and so I thought, no. you know, he's sort of got this New York-like accent. Uh-huh. And I thought that was sort of insulting. Oh, no. I understand it was a different Sylvester. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 73 across the Taiwanese president, blank, Ingwen was Tsai. Yes. T-S-A-I. Or I did, tsai. Not, I did not know that. T-S-A-I. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um. Well, you know what? Since we've got some, I, I think we should probably wrap it up here. But since we've got a musical reference in here, uh, 24 Down, My Name is Prince and I am blank, Prince Lyric, I think we should invite our listeners to uh, let us know on our Facebook page. Just look for Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword somewhere on Facebook. Or actually, there should be a link to it in the show notes as well. And let us know your favorite Prince song. Oh, that's a good, yep. good question. So, mm-hmm. and one last thing, just a reminder that um, it's been almost a week since we had our contest, our Triplet Tuesday contest. Right. And we're going to be announcing the winner on Tuesday. So if you haven't done this already, go back to last Tuesday's podcast, listen to it, play, the rules are, are spelled out there, play the game. And email us and let us know how many guesses it took you to figure out those three answers. Right. Um, And that is it for today. Okay. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember, feedback, always welcome, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. And we'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.